Hey, hey, hey. Tuesday morning. Out for a walk very early. It's like six, a little after six in the morning. And uh, yeah, I did some of my reading that I do in the morning every day. Get, get a little ready. And uh, so Bud's ready. I gave him a bath yesterday, shower. He's all cleaned up, got his teeth brushed. And we're out. It's quiet, of course, and it's six in the morning. And um, with the temperature app, I was able to see it was like 91, about five in the morning. And it actually cooled off to 90 right now. <laughs> 90 degrees. It's gonna be a hot one today. I think it's one of the hotter days this summer. Maybe one over 115. Yesterday was 115. But uh, yeah. So there, there's some light clouds uh, blocking the sun. We're not getting beat down on yet by the sun yet. <clears throat> so let's see if we can get this walk in before we we burn up. Coming out, it's already light. Of course, it's light. The sun technically rose at I think it was 5:34 this morning, and uh, so the days are getting shorter already. That's uh. The longest day was 5:20, so we're we lost 15 days or 15 minutes of daylight already. And uh, I got a bee. Come on, bee, go away. Jeez, I don't know if that gets picked up on the microphone or not, but it was buzzing me. Um, yeah. So I walked out the backyard, and there was a coyote peering over this uh, edge. So I live in this. Neighborhood of development, as we you know, Arizona is full of these developments. So the developers try to squeeze as many lots in to maximize the number of homes they can sell. Right. So they <clears throat> there's a sloping. I hate to call it a mountain because these are not really mountains. They're they kind of look like a mountain, but they're only like 800 feet to a thousand feet tall they're not like the Rockies or something that are like at 12,000 feet or something crazy so but regardless they they had some rock and they shaved out about uh, 100 feet of rock maybe from the street so they could squeeze in another four or five houses so as, as a result it actually I kind of think it looks cool because in our backyard, there's like a rock cut out of the mountainside, and uh, so they could squeeze the house in there. So, you know, uh, we look up sort of a, up a mountain where the coyotes walk around. And usually the coyotes stay 200, 300 feet away from the edge, but uh, I don't know, maybe they're getting. Maybe they're getting bothered by the heat. <laughs> they're probably looking at all these swimming pools from the edge going, yeah, maybe I should go take a dip in the pool or something. I don't know. So the coyote just kind of scurried back up the hill when we came out. And Bud, Bud normally, when he sees him, he just goes nuts when he sees a coyote, but he missed that one. And uh, so there you go.
Um, yeah, podcast. Had a had an interesting Zoom call yesterday, group call with total and really strangers to me. And uh, this is an interesting world nowadays with the computers and access and probably more and more people are probably going to jump on and uh, do stuff. So there's opportunity. Technology changes. There's ops. Opportunity. So, um, yeah, I'm processing some ideas and um, not sure where it's going to go. What's kind of cool is the community of people, the ideas spread around the world, and it's just a matter of connecting with kind of like, like, I don't know if it's like-minded people, and certainly I want to, I've processed things over <clears throat> time myself, and I still am, of course, and someone on this group call said something interesting, I, you know, it's kind of like, well, how am I an authority, and she said, well, you are an authority, you're an authority on this subject, whatever subject it is, <laughs> but, but there you go. I, times are changing, folks, and, uh, you know, take, for example, dog walking podcasts, and, uh, you know, back in the day, you had to have a studio, even, even probably like a year ago, you'd probably want to do this indoors in front of us, fancy microphone, apparently the, the, these $25, like, earbud, Apple, microphone is not too bad, I guess. But that makes sense because even the phones and their dang cameras are like 12 megapixels. That's that's just an iPhone 7. I think the the newer iPhones are even, the cameras are even more fantastic. And uh, I mean, I think it was probably eight years ago, maybe not quite a much younger guy, maybe like 15 or 20 years younger. And this is maybe before I got my first iPhone. I think my first iPhone was probably like a 5 or 6 or something. And, uh, of course, the kids all want the iPhones. And um, I I probably still had, I I mean, I thought a digital camera was pretty cool. Like, you used to just buy a digital camera, and you'd get like a 5 megapixel, and then, ooh, you know, maybe I'll get a fancy SLR camera with... 12 megapixels or 15 or something nutty so um yeah so everything was camera and then this guy was saying well hey um the iphone cameras are getting better maybe they started out at at four or five megapixels and he says eventually we'll just use our phones as our cameras and i'm thinking i don't know if that'll happen but sure enough there it is in fact, I took a video of a concert last November in Scottsdale. My my favorite jazz saxophone player, Mindy, Mindy Abier. And I, I don't know, on Anchor, this podcasting platform I'm using, I throw in a some music. I had it, you know, before the before the actual podcast and then I usually have I throw in some music at the end but uh, yeah Mindy played uh, Bloom this the song I enjoy 
one of the top top five favorites of hers of mine and um yeah so you have the palm trees in the background so i'm just using my iphone video sounds pretty good um i'm sure they want to get the recording devices they'll probably improve those if they haven't already and uh, but it just sounds great and it's just iphone video and uh, i can enjoy that i enjoyed that last night reliving that concert experience Hey, bud, enough grazing on that. we got to get going. Come on. Grazing on some grass or a bush. Very few pieces of lush vegetation here. It's mostly the precursors of, what do they call that? Uh, I forget the word for it. The... Uh, those things that bounce along the ground in the, the classic western desert Arizona look. The tumbleweed, yeah. All these all these bushes are precursors to future tumbleweed. <laughs> tumbleweed. So yeah, so very few lush green things here in Phoenix, especially July twenty fourth, I think we're at already. And uh, we're making it through. We're making it through another summer. And, uh, yeah, so technology and podcasting, authority. So, yeah, I'm authority and on my subject matter, which is outlier, right? That fits in with people that are outliers are an authority on the subject that they're an outlier in. So I'm still refining my outlier status um, on terms like great relationship, solo, sola spiritu ambulatio, and uh, Woody Witham. I was pleasantly surprised uh, that the New American Standard Bible translation has you follow me instead of the new international version which is you must follow me so you've got a couple of translations there and you follow me is YFM and I can that that's a better acronym than YM FM, Wimfum. So I think in this case we'll go with the New American Standard. Wimfum. You follow me. So that's good. So, Bud, how's it going? We're making our trek down the road here. Yesterday I saw a colleague running the circuit. I haven't, I probably did one time GPS the circuit. I think it's probably about a mile. So, yeah, construction's going on. I hear some trucks. Going to get ready to put this highway in, finish the highway up. We'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm pretty proud of my, I'm, I'm very proud of my wife this morning. Well, yesterday, last 24 hours or so, she has the cancer treatment and 
the last couple days she's been noticing her hairs coming out. So her sister had breast cancer like 15 years ago. And so she volunteered to come over and do the, the, the head shaving thing, which has got to be pretty traumatic, especially for a woman. It's all part of the style. And uh, yeah, I'm proud of my wife. She's handling it well. So, pretty traumatic. So, and then this is good for, for both of us. I'm learning to be supportive in the most challenging time of, of life, right? When you're faced with terminal illness. Um, how, how do we go through that? So... I think I'm ready for that myself, personally. I mean, I'm not experiencing it like she is, of course. But, uh, yeah, some uh, friend of mine reminded me last year of this term called sacred wounds. So this is on the spiritual level that, you know, we get a sacred wound, a wound, a pain, a hurt, a disappointment, a tragedy that impacts us to the point of drawing us close to the to God so the sacred wound there you go and uh, so that's unfortunately we get to experience those in this life and it's opening up the boundary where is our boundary is do we need to find all of our pleasure and joy in this life and It's hard to, as a young 20-year-old, 15-year-old, how do you explain eternity to them when you're also trying to uh, train them about responsibility and um, um, looking out for their futures and planning and education and jobs and things. So, yeah. Interesting time so we have the sacred wounds and the sacred wounds today are different than the sacred wounds let's say a thousand years ago but there you go God is I read that in the last couple of weeks in you know, Hebrews that uh, God is the same yesterday today and forever more specifically it says Jesus and Hebrews is all about how Jesus is the high priest. It goes on and on, chapter after chapter. Thus the, thus the book title Hebrews. And uh, definitely written for the Jewish audience that's familiar with the high priest. So Gentiles probably need a lesson in how the high priest operated and how that, what that all meant for the Jewish people for a thousand years. So they, they, otherwise they don't relate to what is Paul talking about with this high priest sacrifices, holy of holies and once a year thing. 
blood, blood must be shed. So, yeah. Um, the faith starts with Abraham and continues. And God's provided the rest of the story. So there you go. And we're living, we're living in the rest of the story now. So, hey, good morning. Some people up early actually may have to bother them to use their bathroom. Looks like they're out having some personal time, which is good, but it's early. So I'm gonna get rid of Bud's bag here. Head back and I may try to stop the podcast for a few minutes and do that. Hey, Bud, come on. Because I'm like halfway out on the journey. I'm not sure I can make it home. Well, I know it'd probably be better if I stop now and then continue. But uh, yeah, it's still, it's not too hot actually. Now we're in the shade, a little breeze. And uh, doing the walk. So yeah, Oma was gonna, Oma came back yesterday, that's great. And uh, she was gonna walk Bud this morning. But now it's like, I just felt moved to uh, do a podcast. So uh, I had to say, wait, Oma, let me, let me walk the Bud so I can do my podcast. I'm not sure like what the burning issue was. I wanted to get off my mind, but there it is. I guess I was, I'm thankful that I got affirmation from my one Colorado podcast listener that she actually enjoys it and gets some kind of value out of it. (laughs) She did praise, you know, she goes, well, you got that radio voice, Mike. So I guess that's it. The dulcet tones, people. Enjoy the dulcet tones. Like I said, change the oil in your car. Go do the dishes. Do something. And you're listening to a recorded dog walking experience. Hey, there's a rabbit, bud. Come here. Look at the rabbit. Look at the rabbit. Yeah, that'll get you going the right direction. So I'm going to pause the podcast here and see what I can do and uh, go from there. So I am going to try this out and pick it up in a moment. So thanks. Bye-bye. All right, we're back on the road. A little interruption there. I think I enjoyed myself because I'm such a social person. So yeah, the family with two boys young ones and uh, buddy buddy knows the dog knows the kids so he usually sniffs out their house especially when it's not so hot out come on bud we gotta go so bud got a little backyard action i took care of some business and uh, chatting and on the way out the door after a 10 minute or so friendly conversation i mentioned 
Christine just got her hair um, head shaved, so and they hadn't even heard that <clears throat> she had cancer. I assumed that she did, so that's a bit awkward. But it also thinks, makes you think like, oh, so how do you give news like that? I mean, I made the assumption. But they're, they're, we've known the family for a while, and we go to the same church, so they, uh, they're going to deal with it pretty well, I'm sure. But what is that? It reminds me, like, we really didn't know about this till middle of May, so, so yeah, June, July. So we're two months into this thing. Two months in and hopefully like two months more and then on the road to recovery. In many ways, we're on the road to recovery now because cancer's inside and it's eating away and killing you, literally killing your body. And so now we've stopped that to the best of our abilities with chemicals and radiation. So there you go. There you go. In process. So it's a little bit after seven. I had a break there and uh, I need to get home for, to get to the gym shortly. Come on, bud. I gotta get bud home and then get to the gym for a quick workout and then back home. So it's really nice to go on treadmills right now in Arizona. The treadmill is your friend. For those of you who like running, of course, I think there are people that like to run and then there's people that can't stand running. So I don't know what I'm, I'm on the like to run side. I just have knee issues that kind of bum me out. But I tell you, if I had good knees and legs, and I would do a lot more running. But this weightlifting's helping, so I like that. And they, I probably heard this many times, like, you know, put on some lean muscle. So for every pound of lean muscle, you'll burn 50 calories a day. So if you can put on 10 pounds of lean muscle by lifting weights, that's 500 calories a day. Morning. And uh, so if, you can, if I can get 10 pounds of lean muscle on, burn 500 calories extra a day just from walking around and stuff, doing what we do. That's 3,500 calories a week, right? Because seven times five. And that is like a pound of fat. So I'm trying to get rid of the fat. And I think it's working actually. It's only been like three weeks, three to four weeks of consistent weightlifting. And I'm getting better at it. And I try to get my three sessions in a week. And I feel better. I actually feel a little stronger and I actually notice a little belly fat coming off. I don't notice, I mean, my total weight is not like dropping. Like if I, I was probably doing, I was probably doing weight control wrong by just running and like, depriving myself of food like by dieting and things so this way I still watch what I eat a bit and uh, but I like the idea of building some of that lean muscle 10 pounds doesn't sound like a whole lot I don't know how I'm I don't know how I'm doing at that but I think I probably maybe I have a maybe I have one full pound in already I don't know 
one pound of additional lean muscle. Who knows? So, um, yeah, I, I got about five to ten minutes to walk. Quick, get myself ready because I wasn't planning on the bio break out there. And we got a low flying aircraft overhead. Right? Oh, no. Hoopschrauber. A helicopter. And that is not a Robinson, but looks like one of those old original doodads from the 50s and 60s. Pretty basic. And I probably thought it was an airplane because the engine sound is a piston cylinder engine. And there's a lot, a lot of helicopters now that are gas turbine engines and they have a different sound to them. So I promise people more aviation talk. There you go. I'm, an, I'm somewhat of an authority on that. <laughs> Flying. We take it for granted. Get up there. And uh, I may have mentioned before the Polish guys, Sikorsky and Piasecki. And there's a guy in France that did engines. Can't remember his name. And uh, for some reason, those Polish, Russian, Eastern European guys enjoyed their helicopters. And there you go. And uh, what else we got? What else do we have? We have homes. We have rocks. Coyote Village. Coyotes. We heard we heard some early this morning outside, but it was dark at like five in the morning. And uh, I can't tell Bud. I think he's. He's got some kind of sleep schedule. You know, he likes, he doesn't really like getting up at four. He was quite content to just lay on the beach, <laughs> lay on the couch, not the beach. Okay, bud, let's go. I got to get going. Um, he's quite content to lay on the couch until maybe... 5.30 or 6, then he's ready to have a snack and then go for a walk, which we've now done. And he'll probably, by 9 o'clock this morning, he'll probably be back in sleep mode, laying around on the couch till maybe 4 in the afternoon. Who knows? He's just kind of chilling. He likes to get his evening walk in. And then he's back to sleep. I think he was, he was up like nine, I think nine o'clock is kind of up for him, but he hangs out with us. If we're, we're doing something, he'll just lay around. But lately he's been barking a lot. If he hears noises outside and he goes a little crazy with the barking. And, uh, yeah. So I'm a little bit out of breath, I suppose. I don't know. Am I walking fast? Might be. Might be doing that. 
um, from the scriptures today, Titus. I do a breakdown, like I read through the chapter and then I do a breakdown. I didn't do Titus 1. There's some good stuff in the Titus. And uh, uh, apparently Titus is a, a guy on the island of Crete. And uh, <laughs> there's a really funny quote that Paul puts in there that the people in Crete, the island, there's a, they, they say, and I quote, Cretans are lazy people or something to that effect. Just disparaging remarks about Cretans. Well, Cretans are people too, right? So you know, it makes me think about that a little bit more. I'll have to do some more deep thinking on Cretans. We can uh, dismiss some things pretty easily. Like hearing that, we'd say, well, I'm not a Cretan. I'm not from Crete. I'm not a Cretan, but I don't know. Maybe I'm, we have elements of laziness. But um, for me, I'm, my, I don't think my issue is laziness. It's more of focus. So I've got plenty of energy to do stuff. It's just, how do I choose right? instead of listening to someone else to tell me how to choose, I want to get that alignment with what the outlier is. What are my gifts? What are your gifts? The listener, there's the value. What are your gifts? Everybody has some outlier gifts. So, and they say, many people have already gone down this journey, have found that when they're operating in their gifts, they're really happy. They're operating in a position of their giftedness and so they're very effective at what they're doing and they enjoy that and they have a lot of satisfaction in that so i would propose that's a little bit like being in the spirit being in the zone so to speak where we're fulfilling what God made us to be. So there you go. We're home. So I'm going to go in the front door today and end the podcast. A bit broken up, but I don't know. Maybe it won't even be noticed. Air conditioning. We are inside and it feels good. There you go, bud. He is loose and on the prowl. So, hey, bye-bye.